What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. You got Laura here in the living room home studio. Uh, my <laughs> The reason I say that at the beginning of every episode is my setup is so low tech, it's embarrassing. So it's basically just my computer and a microphone. Um, you guys who have been longtime listeners and have suffered through some poor audio quality or some audio snafus are probably like, no duh, Laura, we know that your setup sucks. So um, that will be a goal for 2023. But today what we are going to be talking about is how to make the most of the new year, crush your goals, and really step into your power. So these are some big things. And like I said, I am here in the living room. So if you hear Frankie snoring in the background just a little bit, apologies. I will try to edit him out, but mostly I'll see if I can keep him awake. TBD. So let's jump right into it. All right, you guys. So the first thing when we're thinking about a new year, new goals, new tasks and challenges, the biggest thing that we need to do to accomplish anything, anything in life is we need to write down what the goal is. And that might sound silly. That might sound like, okay, this is some juju manifesting energetic nonsense, but no, there is There is something about actually writing things down that is imperative if you have a goal you want to achieve. When I used to work in engineering and manage projects and the company I worked for worked with a lot of water, drinking water treatment facilities. And you can imagine drinking water is not something you can get wrong. You cannot improperly treat drinking water or people get hurt. So the level of detail was super high. The quality of work was really high. The standards and expectations were just super, super high. And we had a saying, if it wasn't written down, it didn't happen. So everything had to be documented. Everything had to be double checked. Everything had to be peer reviewed. And so that power of writing things down is not only going to allow you to really cement what your goals are, what specific things you're trying to accomplish in this year or maybe beyond this year, But it's going to also allow you to have that creativity to reflect on what am I, you know, what am I trying to do? What is my purpose? Where am I? Where am I headed? Where's my future headed? And it's going to put you in the driver's seat of your life. If you don't do this, if you're not writing goals down, if you're not coming up with goals and not holding yourself accountable, you are at the mercy, so to speak, of the chaos of life, meaning You are just reacting to everything around you and you are not being proactive. You are not in the driver's seat. So for my boss babes out there, my bikini babes who are wanting to show up for themselves, make the most of this year, be their best selves, you need to write your goals down. And a really concrete example of this, I think I mentioned this on an Instagram story recently. When I was going for my pro card, I got to a point where I realized and I'd heard other girls doing this and I thought it was silly, but I got to the point where... And, and to be fair, I was I was at a point where my physique was getting close to being pro-worthy, where I just had to start writing down. I had to start writing down in a journal, Laura Morche IFBB Bikini Pro, because it was such a big goal and it was such a scary goal when I first started. And I was so far away from that point. I was so, so thin and so small and did not have the muscle that I had to start writing it down to really force myself to think about myself as a pro. And that's and that's what writing it down did, is I really started to think about myself as a pro. And now, as a current pro, who I would say has had some moderate success in pro shows and competing um, 
as a, as a very tall athlete in particular, I'm now writing down other goals. So, you know, I have, I have other goals. I'm, I'm not going to share just yet. They're, they're written down. They will be shared at some point, but you know, the next, the next logical step is I want to win a pro show. I want to go to Olympia. So you can imagine now, instead of writing down Laura Morche, IFBB bikini pro, I'm writing down Olympian and IFBB pro Laura Morche right? Because that's where I'm visualizing. That's where I'm trying to head. And it's also forcing me by writing things down, you're going to very clearly start to think about what are the steps that I need to take to get there? You know, okay, so if my goal is an Olympian, what in my routine can I improve? What can I do better? What can I do to give myself that much more of an advantage over everyone else? Can I practice my posing more? Can I get more strict with my eating? You know, can I make sure I'm stretching every single day? Those types of things. So start by writing your goals down. That is huge, 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 huge. Um, and also also some things too I'm going to be providing very soon in the near future. I'm excited. I'm going to be sharing a completely free version of my own personal prep and off-season checklist. So I have kept a checklist for my preps pretty much since I started competing. There was just so much on my plate, working full time, um, balancing a personal life, having my own place, that I realized I needed to have a checklist to just make sure everything got done, make sure all the posing happened, make sure all the cardio got done, all the workouts. You know, I was eating all my meals, I was taking all the supplements. And so what I'm going to be doing is I've got a, a spreadsheet kind of version of this checklist that I'll be sharing very soon. It just needs a little makeover, a little aesthetic makeover that my friend Steph, who does all my branding and graphics, is going to be doing for me. So when that's available, I will share that with you guys. And that will be another way you can level up in your competing trajectory if you're not already logging what you're doing, if you're not already keeping a checklist, if you're not keeping track of your training. These are things that you can do to set yourself apart from your competition. So the next thing that we can do to have an amazing year, level up, is let's stop listening to our BS stories that we tell ourselves, okay? We all have these. We all tell ourselves we're not worthy, we're not good enough, we're not pretty enough, we're not smart enough, but we need to stop freaking listening. And this is a huge, huge just key to success in life, right? Because we all have negative thoughts, no matter who we are, no matter whether we're a celebrity or Miss Bikini Olympia or, you know, Jeff Bezos with all the money in the world, like we all are going to have negative thoughts. We all do have negative thoughts. However, the way our brains work is that we have different neural pathways, meaning, right, if you remember from, I don't know, elementary or high school biology, our nervous system is our brain and our spinal cord and all of our nerves. And so we have these neural pathways in our brain that fire. And so statistically, about 90% of our thoughts are the same as they were the day before. So if we're constantly telling ourselves, I'm no good, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, you're going to continue to propagate those thought patterns and you're going to you know, further solidify those pathways in your brain. And it can be really hard to disrupt this negative self-talk, but this is so huge. And about five years ago, I was fortunate enough to go to a personal development seminar that my engineering company put me in. And it was all about identifying these unconscious assumptions that we have about ourselves, our negative self-talk, and, and the baby steps to breaking those patterns because it's not something that happens overnight. It's something that's going to be with us our entire lives, but we can get better and better at kind of cutting ourselves down in our own minds. 
And so the way to do that is when we're having these thoughts, the first step is to be able to identify them, that we're having negative self-talk, that we're talking down to ourselves. So if we can first, you know, if we first have this thought bubble up, and that's really what it is, we're not in charge of our subconscious thoughts. So it's really about learning to choose what we listen to. And so when we have a thought bubble up of you're no good, I'm no good, or whatever it may be, if you can learn to first identify that it's happening and then kind of question it, you know, that's, and that's a habit that takes work, that takes effort, but learning to question it, wait, am I really no good? Am I truly a POS? Like I'm telling myself I am? No, I'm actually an okay person. I've got a lot of good qualities. I care about a lot of people around me. I'm actually, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. So why, why am I telling myself this? That's the next step. Identifying where the thought came from or what might have caused that bubble up. And for a lot of us, I think a lot of it nowadays can come from social media. That really does trigger a comparison mindset, but it could be other things. You know, it's like, did I have a negative interaction at work or at school or with my significant other? Did I spend an hour scrolling social media and just staring at other women's bodies? And now I'm telling myself that I'm out of shape. Usually there is something that precipitated and caused that thought. So if you can then determine okay, where did this come from? Where, where did this thought bubble up from? Oh, okay. Yeah. I did spend an hour this morning scrolling social media, looking at bikini pros or what, you know, or insert, insert whatever your example is for you. That's just one. In the, in the past, I used to, you know, this four or five years ago, I used to look at a lot of social media influencers, like fitness influencers back then. And that used to make me feel bad about my body. So I kind of learned, hey, this is not good for me. I need to stop the amount that I'm spending scrolling and just not and not worry about it. And the more time has gone on, the more you learn about, you know, Photoshop and a lot of the things that are even out there to begin with are not necessarily real. So that can make us feel a little bit better. But also too, another thing that I do that is a, a huge tip just psychologically is I do not like to spend the first hour of my day on Instagram. So if I do accidentally pop it open, I try to immediately close it for at least the first hour of my day. I do not look at Instagram. And that's because psychologists have found with this and Facebook and a lot of other tools that we have, they cause depression. And especially if we spend that first hour of our day scrolling social media from the beginning, it puts us in a comparison mindset that for most of us does make us feel bad. So cut that out. (laughs) So in general, stop listening to your BS stories. You know, stop listening to the BS that you're telling yourself. You are capable. You are capable of more than you think. You're capable of more than you're probably doing. I was listening to the Ed Milet podcast this morning. He had an episode with a lot of uh, sports superstars and they were talking about Michael Jordan and how when he was at the top of his game, everyone said he was the greatest, you know, greatest of all time. At the same time, even though he was the greatest of all time, they pose the question, do you think he still had things he could work on? And and that's absolutely true, right? Even if even if we're great or we're capable of greatness, there's more we can work on. So just know that you are capable of more than you think. So get out of your own way. Identify when these negative thought patterns are bubbling up. Learn to question them. And then learn to identify what precipitated them. So you might be able to adjust your habits and your triggers so that you're having less and less of these things pop up. And for me, over the course of five years, it has done so much for me to identify this about myself 
And I cannot tell you how worth it is to learn to do this. You got to stop telling yourself these BS stories. You got to get out of your own way. It's really painful at times because I love working with my clients so much and I have so many that crush it and do well. And, and the ones that are really transforming from the inside out, you can see it. It's so clear. It's so obvious. But there, you know, I would say a certain amount of my clients, I, I don't know, probably like 10% or less, may not be successful in the goals that they're trying to pursue. And most, in for the most part, when that happens, those individuals really need to get out of their own way. Their, their mindset is not in the right place. They have such a low opinion of themselves that even when others are encouraging them and they've got the right tools in place, they are so set on failure because that's all they've been telling themselves their whole life is that they are a failure and that they are no good. So please, 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 my babes out there, get out of your own way. Stop telling yourself this bullshit bull. <laughs> Sorry, that's as far as I'll go. All right. So the next piece to really crush this year, have an amazing 2023 is let's get out of any toxic relationships that we're in. And I don't mean I'm not just talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about work situations, work relationships. And that doesn't mean you need to quit your job, but that does mean if you're having a really negative interaction with maybe an individual or individuals at your work, figure out ways to try to remediate the situation, you know, and if the environment as a whole is completely toxic, yeah, get yourself out of that. Update your resume, keep your job, update your resume, start looking for other jobs. The job market is great right now. Post-COVID, People have not wanted to work. As a job seeker, you're now in a more advantageous position than you were just a few years ago. Salaries are better because of inflation. So you are in a good position if, if you're realizing that your work environment is toxic or not where you want to be. Get yourself out. Make some moves. Create a game plan. And try to do it. Honestly, try to do it while you still keep your job because financially, you'll be in a better position. But toxicity isn't, isn't just work. It, it does come in the form of friendships, of romantic relationships. And so it's on you, my girl, my queens, to step up and leave toxic situations. In our guts, that's why, that's why the phrase, you know, go with your gut is a thing. Trust your gut. If you're having these feelings of anxiety, of uneasiness around your romantic partner, when you're making plans with friends, those are very clear physiological signs that those relationships are not good for you that those relationships are producing anxiety. And if you're stuck in a situation, particularly this is more so romantic relationships, but if you're stuck in a situation where you know it's not good for you and you know that other person has power over you, maybe they're, maybe they're manipulative, maybe they're not, but I do see that a lot. You've got to find a way to get yourself out. And so that's where leaning on friends or family or loved ones who have your best interests at heart will be key because if you don't have the power to walk away and leave, ask those around you that truly know you, that truly care about you to help you, to help you get out of these toxic situations, okay? And just because a relationship may not be functional doesn't mean it's toxic. You know, if it's if it's abusive um, in any way, um, you know, if it's manipulative, if you're being controlled financially, those are, those are situations where you got to get yourself out. If, if something's just not working, hey, there's a lot more you can do maybe. If it's worth salvaging, consider, consider things that can fix it, right? Couples therapy, um, trying to have better communication with your partner. But if a relationship is truly toxic, get out of it. 
If you have toxic friendships, you do not need to continue those friendships, even if they're people you've known for a long time. If they are truly toxic, get out. It is weighing you down. That is that is your lowest form of yourself, staying stuck in toxic relationships because we're scared. Don't stay stuck in something that isn't working for you just because you're scared. You are capable. You are an adult. You will be okay if you leave. I promise you. Create a plan. It's that simple. Okay. <laughs> this one is uh, is maybe a touchy subject, but stop being broke. Okay. It is 2023. It is it is time to get your finances in order if they are not. It is time to stop living your life poor or feeling broke. Poor, poor, I guess, is chronic. Being broke is a temporary situation. But we are too grown. We are too capable. We are too amazing to be broke. Get your finances in order. 90% of people do not keep a budget. And a lot of people, I don't know the statistic on that, a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. A huge amount of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, even high earners, right? It's really easy for doctors, lawyers, surgeons, people like that to be basically broke, basically living paycheck to paycheck because they let their lifestyle expand too much. So do not let that be you. Create a budget, stick to it. There's so many free resources out there. There's a tool called Mint. That's a free app. That can link with all your accounts. I've used that for a long time. I, I edit my budget as my monthly expenses change. And if you realize, oh, wow, my expenses are way out of line with what my income is, reduce your expenses or get a freaking side hustle. Ask for a raise at work. I can't tell you how many women and friends are afraid to ask for a raise and just think that their company is going to benevolently give them what they deserve and protect their future by giving them raises as they deserve them. That's not how it works. You have to be out for yourself. You have to think about yourself. No one is going to think about your future, is going to push for your future more than you will. Right? And okay, maybe we maybe we have a spouse, maybe we have a significant other. But you at your job, you cannot expect for your employer to look out for your best interests. You have to be selfish. You have to ask for what you deserve. And um, one of my 2023 goals is going to be putting together some materials, probably some type of a course on just financial literacy and really creating a prosperous future as a woman. So, um, you know, if you guys are interested in that, if that's exciting to you, please DM me, please hit me up. I would love your feedback. I'm kind of building out that outline right now. So I'm very excited about that. But we are too grown, you guys, to be freaking broke. That is <laughs> that is also the lowest version of ourselves. I mean, think about how lame it is when your friends have plans or you're trying to think about things you would like to do and you're limited because you don't have the finances to support it. When we're when we're being disciplined with our money, we actually create a lot of financial freedom for ourselves. So get this area of your life handled if it is not already. If you know someone who is prosperous, who has their finances handled, it doesn't mean that they are necessarily the highest earner that you know. But a lot of times people who are not not the highest earners, not the flashiest, can be the ones who really have their financial habits in place. So maybe you've got a friend, a family member, a past mentor, things like that. Reach out to those people for help. There are so many free resources online. Um, I'm personally a huge fan of Dave Ramsey. He preaches a lot of very pragmatic, rational advice with your money. 
He's got a YouTube channel and a lot of free resources as well that you guys can lean into. So let's get it together this year. I just wanted this to be a little pep talk, a little brief pep talk. And next week's episode is going to be a good one. Um, I'm still kind of forming all my thoughts and how I want to go about this because this is a sensitive subject. But there are too many things that have happened. There are too many women that have been hurt for me to not talk about female PED use and bodybuilding. And so next week's or the next episode, I'm <laughs> really, really um, needing to push myself and hold myself accountable to get back on my weekly schedule. But there is too much that's happened for me to not be talking about this. There is not enough information out there for women. Male bodybuilding, there are so there's so many resources, there are so many podcasts where this is spoken about openly. And I think because there is a taboo for women, we don't talk about it. And what happens is when we don't talk about it, women are harmed. This is something that needs to be talked about. So I'm gonna it's gonna be a very objective episode. Um, it's not gonna be getting into specifics of what any one individual is doing, but there needs to be more information out there. And the time is now. So I hope you guys tune in. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you crush. I hope you crush your 2023. So any ideas for future episodes, topics, things that are of interest to you, please hit me up. Don't forget to follow on Instagram at bikini underscore things and uh, follow me at Laura underscore IFBB pro. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs>